They say he traveled very far, very far, over land and sea, a little shy and sad of eyes, and very wise was he. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. One more sip of water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I should probably get my water. That's fine. I'm not going to drink it during. That's what she said. That's what she said. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what she said. Ladies and gentlemen, she said, Welcome to Sword of Sorcery. (laughs) She said, What? We're just two buddies discussing fantasy. Oh, God, it's Sword of Sorcery. (laughs) Uh, Welcome to Sword of Sorcery, the number one podcast among tiny men stuck in cages. That's right. They love it. They can't get anything else. Yeah, we just kind of blast it to them. It's our cage. We, we mm. put them in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're little tiny. They're about six inches tall. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we love we call them. it the rage cage. It's the, it's the rage cage because they are raging. Yeah. They're, they're um, upset. They're fighting. They fighting don't want to listen to this. It's number one by default, this podcast. Yeah. They don't like it. Uh, but I love it. We love it. I love it. We, we do love it. And we it. love this movie. We love... Night, the Magic Sword, nineteen sixty-two film. Yes, uh, and I'll I'll say this, listener. Uh, I I got the jab yesterday. Uh, I got, yeah, got, got the got jab. Jab, left arm, right arm. See, when you think about it, the most magic sword we have yeah, today is a syringe. Yeah, yeah. it's good. Uh, and if you know, I sound incoherent today. It's not because it's incoherent movie or it's incoherent plot. It's because of the jab. It's because of the jab. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, I've been magic sworded. And now yeah. I'll talk yeah, about Yeah, your brain has been scrambled like an egg. Sword, <laughs> uh, which is a movie that came out. Uh, and yeah, it did. People yeah, it did. had an opinion on it, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know you know what's funny about this film? So mm. much is really funny about sure. this film. Before we talk about how we came in, in possession of yeah. this film, <laughs> yeah. um, I want to talk about the director, Brett Ira Gordon. Because mm. this guy uh, is just known for making... Some terrible movies. Oh, yeah. Some really Lay bad movies. Me. He's a B-movie director, and his thing, Brett Ira Gordon. Yeah. The B nicknamed, stands for Brett. <laughs> B stands for Brett. <laughs> and that's okay with me. Mr. Big. Mr. Why Big. Why was he called Mr. Big? Well- Because he's big. Because he's big. Yeah, that is actually one yeah. of the reasons. Whoa, wait, what? He's not that big. He's just like, um, he was portly, perhaps. Oh, okay. I, I thought you meant a different kind of big. And I was yeah, not no, yeah. no, not <laughs> yeah. in the fun way, uh-huh. not in the way he would have liked. <laughs> but he also he did monster films. He did B movie monster yeah. films. I guess you write what you know. You write what you know, and you can kind of tell in the magic story. There are a couple of big monster scenes. Yeah, you've got yeah. an ogre, you've got a dragon. Yeah, and he was known for just doing um, these like terrible cash grab uh, <laughs> B movies, and this I guess is one of them. I would say so. <laughs> I guess yeah. I mean. Maybe if anybody else in the audience knows Empire of the Ants, 1977, King Dinosaur, 1955. (laughs) That's good. I'm noticing a theme here. Yeah, that's right. The Amazing Colossal Man, 1957. (laughs) All right. Or Earth vs. the Spider. Yeah, hell yeah. Dude, wait, who won? You know? I know. I think the jury's still out on that. (laughs) I think we could take him. I think all of us on Earth, like animals, humans, we could take the spider. Yeah. Yeah, and he used a really interesting technique um, where you would like basically before green screen, you could project the reverse of like pre-filmed footage behind an actor and have yeah. them act in front of it. Yeah, and you'll notice um, how terrible the quality is of the background <laughs> um, when this movie, The Magic Sword, was colorized. Some of the scenes got um, 
absolutely shafted. Yeah, let's say. Yeah, Eastman colors did not did not do. No, they didn't color the very well. Yeah, I would have preferred Westman colors. Sure, Westwoman colors. Uh-huh. Yeah. West side. West side colors. <laughs> yeah, that's just a little um, it's a little background about Mister Big yeah. and the Magic Sword. Which predates any movie we've covered so far. On the it's show. true. This is the oldest, and it shows. She has yeah. not aged gracefully, ladies no, and gentlemen. No, no. I mean, the tight seventy-seven is still something I would like to see more of today. Yeah, I mean, seriously, can we get like because the Batman? I mean, that's a three-hour movie. Three, yeah, yeah good yeah. movie. Three hours. Funny. 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 Very silly movie. Three hours. Not yeah. good. Uh, and if it was like seventy-seven minutes, just just stop in the first seventy-seven minutes, and I, I can get the gist. What happens after that? You know? Yeah, I mean, it really just becomes drawn out at yeah. that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you hit 90 minutes. Uh-huh. I'm just, I'm rolling my eyes. I'm falling asleep. Uh, I Yeah, my attention span. If you're not playing like Subway Surfer beneath exactly. the movie. Yeah, I'm on my phone the entire time. Brightness fully up. I'm yep. calling people. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but we were not doing that during this movie. No, we were paying attention. We were paying attention. Uh, do, you want, do you want to speak to the story behind? Uh, so, yeah, this this film... You might wonder, kind of strange and eclectic. Yeah. How did how did anyone ever come across? The how did Magic these sword? cool trendy men come across this well, movie? Well, in a cool trendy way. Oh yeah. I was thrifting. Yes, he okay? was, I was, ladies thrifting. and gentlemen. He As thrifts. I am wont to do. He thrifts. Will thrifts. Uh huh. And c- can I just say, the phrase "as I am wont to do" or uh-huh. "as any person is wont to do"? It's good. It's one of my favorites. It's a good phrase. Um, yeah. I don't know why we ever stopped using that. <laughs> well, we didn't. We yeah, it's true. I'm yeah. right now. Right now, I'm using it <laughs> as your want to, to do. make my point. As I'm want to do. Yeah. And I was in a place called Top Drawer mm-hmm. uh, in Austin, Texas. Don't ask me why I was in Austin, Texas. Yeah. Uh, no relation to anything. No relation. Happening. Yeah. It moved locations. It's somewhere else in the city now. Um, so I'm not. You know. You can go find it. <laughs> yeah. I guess. It's you can't pin a... him down. You don't know where he lives. Yeah. <laughs> You'll never find me. You can find the <laughs> store. They had a they had a uh, pretty large collection. Of olds movies, just DVDs, mm. some newer up into the 2000s. And Mike Shyamalan movie, <laughs> The Golden Compass. Oh yeah, um, oh yeah, incredible film that was. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I just kind of on a whim, I thought all these movies are one or two dollars. I'm gonna pick out a couple of these. Yeah, I'm gonna watch them with with um, some buddies, <laughs> and we're gonna have a good time. And the, watching The Magic Sword didn't work. Yeah, no. Did not work because no. it turns out um, playing DVDs in 2023 is really hard. <laughs> it's illegal, it's apparently. It's really hard. Yeah, the FBI showed up. It was, it was pretty bad. They don't want you to do it. They don't want us. But uh, what they can't. Blu-ray only. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. The last frontier of free <laughs> expression, free press, free love is Amazon yeah. Prime Video. <laughs> it was so crazy. You started that sentence, and I knew where you were going, and I was like, he's about to call Amazon Prime free expression. That's right. <laughs> crazy. Jeff Bezos That's propaganda. Right. Yeah. Because there's just so much shit on there. Yeah, it's You it's can put up good. whatever you want, and yeah. no one will notice. You, right now, in this moment, could put this podcast up. Do it. We wouldn't be able Do to it. stop you. We they wouldn't uploaded know. a fucking Riff Tracks yeah. version of this movie and our many others. Arch nemesis. We our, hate our Riff Tracks. We hate Riff Tracks. If you, the listener, listen to Riff Tracks, or one of the people who made Riff Tracks, uh-huh. I don't know. Keep listening, but yeah, we're keep mad listening. At you. Yeah. But uh, send an email, and we'll we'll set up like a show match. Oh, true. Yeah, we will wrestle you. Yeah, <laughs> or we'll do a, we'll do a riff off. That's all we'll mm-hmm. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ed, but we found it. We found it on Amazon Prime, which is where you, if you watched the movie beforehand, probably also found it. Yeah, I don't know where else you would find it. Honestly, YouTube maybe. YouTube I don't maybe. Know. Yeah, I didn't look. 
Because I didn't then, need to. No, yeah. And YouTube makes you pay sometimes, and that's just, yeah. um, come on. Amazon's free. Amazon's free. Because we all already have subscriptions to Amazon <laughs> Yeah, because we're all owned by Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, watched the movie, uh, and it was it was an experience. It definitely was an experience. Uh, but yeah. something about it, it inspired us to watch more of the, yeah, those did. kinds of movies. Yeah. Uh, same could not be said for Golden Compass or for no. uh, Lady no. in the Water. No, I'm uh, never going to watch yeah. another M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> yeah. film. That was, it was a one and done. It was a one and done. Uh, there's the one with the old people. Uh, yeah, old. Yeah, old. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forget that it's called old. Yeah, yeah, terrible. Pretty bad. Not very good. Not very good. Um, but, you know, it is very good. Well, <laughs> well, you know, yeah. it has a charm. The Magic Sword, I'll say, has an incredible charm beyond yeah. anything we've seen. I would say so. Like, there's, like, a heart to it. I don't know. Because, like, yeah. it it was early. It was early on in the, like, history of this genre. So, like, the tropes hadn't yet been, like, firmly established. So it wasn't like these movies are just, like, pulling on the tropes yeah. uh, like kind yeah. of later ones are. This was, like, really kind of doing its own thing. Uh, and it's, like, based loosely on, like, folklore and, uh, like stories uh of like whatever the crusades and stuff uh, as as you'll see as you'll see uh but like it it's really it feels more i don't know it's authentic a word that you could say for this like, yeah it does i mean it feels um like there was an authentic attempt at something <laughs> uh-huh. that's a better way to say it uh but you know you might as well just dive dive right on it this movie let's hop in uh so we start as any any good story starts with a witch over a bubbling cauldron mm. uh there's there's a monkey and there's a two-headed twin uh kind of thing twins plural is it well it's a guy with it, two heads yeah or is yeah. it one twin is it one tw- i guess a pair of twins pair i don't of, know yeah 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 uh but basically w- they're all in this like w- layer this witch layer place uh the witch her name is sybil She's like doing a whole vaudeville act, basically. Yeah. She's looking around for her son George, uh, who has fallen in love. George, like according to the twins, is out on like their scrying pool, mm-hmm. uh, like this like magic pool thing where you can like watch whatever. It's like a, it's a tablet. He's looking at the iPad. Um, he's a screenager. He's a screenager. He's a forty-year-old screenager. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. Nineteen sixties is really the time when. You'll have characters who are like older than teens. Like, yeah. these aren't always about teens. Sometimes you get like a West Side story uh-huh. about teens. Uh-huh. Um, but sometimes, you know, the young man is 20, which yeah. <laughs> even yeah. now is not that young. Pretty funny. Yeah. But even then, you're not going to see a 20 year old playing this character. Yeah. He looked, he looked grizzled. You're, you're going to see Gary Lockwood yeah. playing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sir Gary George. Lockwood. That's him. Uh, household name because of this movie. We all know him, we all love him. Um, and he's, he's sitting by, sitting by the pool. Uh, the witch is lamenting that, you know, her son's in love, uh, and it's the one thing her magic can't cure. Mm. Uh, what are the other things her magic can cure? Yeah, what can she do? You may ask. Uh, chill blades, snake bites, carbuncles, hangnails, pink eye, and unhappy memories. Wow. All those I could really, yeah, I mean, some of those... I think we've beaten with modern medicine. Sure, unhappy memories. Unhappy memories. <laughs> yeah. That one's tough. Yeah. You know? There's a pill for that, probably. Yeah. There's, there's probably yeah, a pill for yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the boy, the 20-year-old, 40-year-old boy. The lad. Uh, he's like stalking this princess through the pool. Uh, it, it starts as a very like, you know, generic kind of story. But the fact that you're seeing like a 40-year-old doing these like yeah, allegedly boyish. Things. Yeah, boyish yeah. things. It it just becomes weird because he is just like watching 
the princess. Uh, like, true. And it, true. It's, it's, it's strange. Uh, but yeah, the princess, she's like, she's bathing, right? Like she's in. She's taking a dip in, in the. Uh, yeah. Do um, you want to take? The eastern pool. <laughs> the eastern, eastern pool. Not the word they use, but that's the word we'll use. She's in the eastern pool. Uh-huh. Um, Not to denote um, a cardinal direction no, per se. No, 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 no. Um, well, it's it's directional yeah, is yeah. The, the term. Um, but yeah, the princess, she's complaining about uh, never being looked at by a man, never yeah. being with yeah. men, which is just a very cool thing to for men to write a character a female character to say. Yeah, she starts like grilling her handmaiden, yeah, I guess. Who's like getting busy apparently. Well, we don't even know that we don't, for yeah. certain. She just, she just starts option. like alleging all these things about this other woman. So <laughs> yeah. like, you, I know you, you're with a stable boy one day and a squire the next. Uh-huh. You're just fucking around. And yeah. You love it. You love it, don't you? You love it. And I can't do it because I'm a princess. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so she's complaining about that. All the while, George is like, well, I'm looking at you, so that's cool. Yeah. Uh, but then, what happens? Who who appears to the princess? Who doth appear? Who doth appear to her eyes? A ghost. A ghost appears. Yep. Uh, no other way to describe that. <laughs> Just a ghost. Like, it's, it's like a lady who's like kind of translucent or transparent a little bit. Uh, you can yeah. like see through her. Um, and she appears for a second and then just like yeah. pauses. Like she, we don't, like yeah, that's interesting because it's like a visual motif that appears throughout the movie. Yeah, the freeze frame. When like some serious magic's going down, yeah. freeze frame. Yeah. Uh, which like, do they just run out of budget to actually depict something? Probably. Probably. Uh, we never see this ghost lady again. No, actually. we never see her again. Yeah. And like, is it the ghost of someone she knows? But she it looks like, I don't know. She doesn't seem to recognize yeah. her. So just like a random ghost. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, the princess gets abducted somehow. She vanishes uh, because of this ghost. The mechanics of it don't ask me. Uh, I'm, I'm just here to tell you the plot. <laughs> he's no sorcerer i'm no sorcerer i have no sources um <laughs> and so yeah ghost appears and paul freaks or not paul pool the pool the vision of the pool uh disappears george freaks out uh i confused george with another one of the Beatles. uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so george, george freaks out he goes to uh the evil lair yeah, the bunker. his witch mom yeah uh the mom's like oh what, what's up George is like, oh, uh, something happened to the princess. Let's check out the uh, magic mirror. Because uh, just every surface. Yeah, every screen is magical. Every screen is magical. Everything is a screen, uh, which I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think they preempted a lot there. Yeah, the refrigerator. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, being <laughs> yeah. able to play Skyrim on your refrigerator uh-huh. and, and watch Friends on your refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, were the, they were the prototype there. Uh, but yeah, so through the magic mirror, they see that like everyone in the palace is freaking out. Uh, and everybody, yeah, they're wondering where the princess is. But who steps up? Our boy, the hero yeah, of the piece. It's time. He uh, needs to yeah. do something. Branton, uh, the king's second command. I love Sir Branton. Branton's awesome. Branton's pretty cool. Yeah, he's like this like slimy uh, like knight guy. And I uh, guess you know when we were first watching the film, I was making fun of this guy's terrible acting. Oh, of course. But there's there's a plot reason why he's not really afraid or. Yeah. You know, he doesn't see anything wrong with like <laughs> undertaking the seven curses of the, uh-huh. the villain Lodoc. Yeah, uh, he Branton's performance is a lot like uh, like Shatner in like early Star Trek, yeah. where it's very like, yeah, it's low, it's low, it's quiet. You know, he's like not phased by anything. It's it's very very silly, very funny. It's it's camp, is what it is. So yeah, Lodak or not Lodak, Branton is sitting. 
uh, he's talking to the king. He's like, oh, I'll, I'll find her wherever she is. Who appears? Uh, this guy, Lodak. This guy. Uh, who was found skulking by the palace. Yeah, he was found skulking in the eastern <laughs> rampart or some <laughs> yeah, shit like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Um, and Lodak basically says, oh, uh, the king, your father, uh, like, killed my sister for being a witch. Yep, when so she was I'm, 18. When she was 18. Now I'm taking revenge on you. Uh, and we'll we'll get into the timeline of that uh, later. Basically, make a lot of sense. We established earlier that like the magical people, the witches, the wizards, they're very long lived. Sybil is like three hundred years old or something. Like, yeah, she's she's, old. she's quite old. She's yeah. several hundred, several hundred years old. Lodak, presumably older, uh, and I guess. Lodak's sister didn't make it so long. No, <laughs> she she's literally only made it like a third 18. of her. Like less so than much that, actually. Yeah. Like a 30th that was, that was of her natural lifespan. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Lodak wants revenge on the king. Uh, the right-hand man, Branson, will not negotiate. Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lodak curses the road that uh, they can travel to Lodak's castle with seven curses. Uh, will there be seven curses? Who knows? Hey, let's start counting. Let's start counting. Uh, but yeah. So, basically, Lodak has the princess in, and we think it's just this princess from this kingdom uh, in his castle. Anyone who tries to retrieve the princess will presumably die by the curses. Yeah, the curses are going to get him. But Branton, he's not afraid because he's no, a hero. No, he doesn't. He really like because you see all this fanfare when Lodak's oh, like uh, seven curses <laughs> and the lightning flashes uh-huh. and the lights go out for a second. He's like, who will endeavor my... I'll do it. Yeah, Brent's like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, I'll Tapping take on the curses. Yeah, because yeah. Branson is the best guy. He's awesome. Uh, so, yeah, Lodak gives them seven days or until he kills the princess. Uh, and the right-hand man, the right-hand man, Branson, is like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. Uh, I'll get her. Uh, and the king's like, oh, this guy rocks. Because, of course... Love this guy. King this guy is fucks. Like, this guy fucks, and he does. And he will fuck my daughter uh, because I'm promising... Uh-huh. My daughter's hand. His adopted daughter, presumably. His adopt- well, that's the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> I did, yeah, I didn't really, didn't have this in the notes, but yeah. The king is black. The princess is white. What happened there? Uh, who knows? Who right? knows? It could be adopted. Maybe it was like a basket in the river situation. Like yeah, she floated yeah. down. A Moses type beat. A Moses beat. type beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or uh, really anything. There, a Superman. There's a lot of baskets. Uh, it's true. Common tribe. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we cut back to Sybil, uh, who's the witch, who's George's mom. So Sybil and George are talking, uh, and Sybil's like, oh yeah, we, we can't do, we can't help this out. Yeah. Uh, He's too strong. Too strong. Lodax dragon killed my, uh, father and brother. And the dragon is this thing that's going to be eating the princess in seven days. Uh, so obviously we can't, we can't intervene. Shouldn't touch it. Shouldn't touch it. Shouldn't touch the situation. Uh, George is like, no, we should touch it. I want to touch it. <laughs> he's like, let me, please, just let please me Please let him. me touch it. Yeah. Uh, he's very, he's pent up. He's been in the lair for like 20 years. Yeah, he he's hot. He's bothered. He's hot and bothered. Uh, and Sybil, she's trying to calm him down. She's like, okay, uh, I'll say this. When you turn 21, I have a whole bunch of cool magic gifts for Some you. Some good gifts. I'll just, I'll show you those gifts now to cheer you up. Uh, and George is like, yeah, that sounds logical. Sure. Yeah. You remember when your parents used to do that, you know, <laughs> yeah. five months before Christmas, before Christmas, they'd show you the gifts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They'd show you your, the gift of a magic horse, uh-huh. the fastest horse in the world. Yep. Uh, Armor that, that can't be penetrated by anything. Anything. Uh, and then a magic sword 
namesake of the movie. Ooh. Uh, Escalon. Escalon. Which would be a cooler name for the movie, I think. Yeah. Escalon. Um, but yeah, so three things. And she doesn't point out the shield, does she? In that it's moment? just by the armor. Is it armor. with the armor? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like the armor isn't really said to have any magical properties. Uh, who knows what will happen with that who later. Knows. Uh, but yeah, so George's like, oh, this, this shit's pretty cool. Uh, what's, what's over there? Uh, Sybil's like, oh, this old thing? And then points over like this like mm-hmm. picture of like knights. Uh, and it looks just like a black and white picture. But I guess it's supposed to be like a stone relief of some kind, like stone statues. Yeah. Um, Very so, good special effects for the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For the time. Just just great. Um, and these are like the seven most noble knights uh, in all of the ages who were like frozen somehow uh, by like her brother. Yeah, her brother like. Yeah. I presume that he like dug up their graves or something. He was like a necromancer. Yeah, I, I would guess so. Or like they all tried to defeat him or something. Maybe he was evil and he froze them all. Yeah. Which means they probably weren't that great uh, as knights. If... Well, we see later on in the movie how um, well... generally incompetent these knights are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're supposed to be very good. Uh-huh. These, these knights have gotten too many chances, if you ask me. Yeah. Uh, they got frozen by the wizard, but now, you know, maybe they can come back. Uh, because George enacts his evil plan. <laughs> uh, basically, one of the powers of Escalon, the magic sword, is that you can like tap the ground or just tap anything. Yeah, tap anything, really. Really anything. It opens. And like, open or stuff. Or closes. Or close stuff. Anything. How does that work? I don't know. Uh, does it happen again? No. No. It does not happen no. again. Um, but he does it. He opens the uh, like hole in the ground into like a basement and like there's already stairs leading down there so how does i don't know yeah uh but taps it and sybil is like oh let, let's go down here well, yeah let's check it out it's my brother's magic emporium or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah exactly uh so george's like oh yeah you first uh classic bit yeah classic Which mom you first bit goes down i'm the right stairs. behind you I'm right behind you and like he does like fake steps and then he jumps up he taps the ground closes the floor above his mom yeah. and he's trapped her. Uh, yep. He's trapped yep. his mom. The first act we see our hero doing Yeah, is, we, Yeah, this guy, yeah. he's like, he's just so starved for affection. He decides uh-huh. to go on a death quest and trap his mom in the basement. <laughs> just awful. Just an Not awful cool guy. Not a cool guy. Uh, and like, again, if this was like a boy hero, like 12, 14 doing this, it's like, okay, whatever. He's a kid. Yeah, he's impetuous. He's impetuous. It's like a 40-year-old man. It's like, just uh, so old. Yeah, I just, I just don't know about this guy. Yeah. Um, so whatever. He uses the sword again to break the knights out of their stone captivity, uh, and they're all from different places, all in Europe. But mm-hmm. uh, they're they're yeah. from the main ones. They're from yeah. Just think of like a European country, and they're from there. Yeah, honestly, it does feel like this the schema of. You ask a random American to name like six or seven European countries uh-huh. or ethnicities, rather. Sure. Like, what would I do? I'd probably say the same thing. Yeah. France, Spain. Yeah. Italy. Yeah. Scotland. Scotland. Ireland. <laughs> different places. Different places. They're, they're very different. Yeah. They're very different. And uh, Germany. Yeah. Well, wait, that's six. Oh, yes. Yeah. There were six knights. Yeah. And he's like, he's the seventh. Sir George yeah. of England, presumably. Of, yeah. Yeah. Um, so with. Their merry band. They bust up into the palace uh, where the king and Branson are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Branson, he's musing about how he's going to be 
you know, the best. Uh, yeah, the king wants like an army. Yeah, he, yeah, he's already sort of enacting some weird shit. <laughs> I mean, he sounds very logical. At least I'll say this about the movie. The character mm. of Sir Branson is written consistently. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, true. Because he's always, he's a sly guy. Uh-huh. You know? He's always pulling some some move, some yeah. spin on you. If he was born now, he'd be like a real estate agent. Yeah, know? he would. Yeah. yeah, like a slimy kind yeah. of guy. Because, yeah. I mean, the king, logical man as well, wants to just send... I don't know. There's 50 knights who uh-huh. pledged their service to this quest. Just send all of them. He's like, "Yeah, hey, you want these guys? <laughs> One man can go where 50 men cannot." <laughs> that was good. That's exactly what he sounds like. Yeah, like imagine like evil Obi Wan. That's what he sounds like. Yeah, uh, that, that was a good impression. <laughs> but, yeah. I'm, I'm working on it for Halloween, of course. Oh, that's good. My Sir Branton. Oh, <laughs> that's good. People, people are gonna love that. Um, so yeah, Branton argues that he should just go alone. At that same time, George and his six knights come in uh and he's like yeah we're, we're gonna save the princess uh and the knights are all like yeah we're gonna save george's lady and brent's uh-huh. like uh what huh <laughs> say that again yeah he's confused he's confused uh because as as he should be you know the princess promised to him yeah uh he's rightfully the knight that's gonna marry the princess um but george is like yeah no it's gonna be me um because i have these cool knights behind yeah. me yeah he's got the boys you, i've got the boys uh where you go alone we go all um, oh yeah, that's their motto. Yeah, uh, hoorah! <laughs> <laughs> um, so Branton, like, is like, okay, you're not coming, you're gonna die, whatever. You, you do not, you shouldn't be on this quest. Yeah, they get in a little scuffle. They get in a scuffle. The king is like, uh, oh, actually, before that happens, uh, Branton tries to like strike uh, the George's sword and it breaks, or Branton's sword breaks because. George's sword is magic, uh, unbeknownst to Branton. Um, but the king sees this and he's like, this guy rocks. I like I like, him. I like this George He's guy. got moxie. He's got moxie. He's got a magic sword. He's got six Europeans. Uh-huh. Six, six of our best guys. Good old boys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're, George, you're coming on the quest, too. Yep. Uh, Branton is like, oh, shit. Okay. Whatever. He acquiesces. Uh, and yeah, he makes some very ominous remark. He's like... Seven curses, seven men. Yeah, that that is what he says. Like a scene cut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To them, just on the quest. Uh-huh. <laughs> Brenton, he keeps saying like nefarious shit. Then they just like cut. Uh, which, hey, who knows what's gonna happen with that? Yeah, he's he seems cool. He seems probably he's on the cool. up and up. Yeah. So that leads us to our first curse. Curse number one, ladies and gentlemen. What will it be? What will it be? Uh, so actually, but before we do that, uh, we get into the. Princess, I right? Mean, yeah, we got to yeah. cut back to Lodok's castle, of course. Lodok's castle, uh, and Lodak, he's he's hanging out. Uh, but what's more important is the princess. Uh, the princess is just kind of in her prison, uh, and there's like two other princesses, and automatically the audience is like, "Huh? Yeah, what's what is going <laughs> what, on here? What's, what's going on there?" Uh, because the whole pretense behind getting our princess was that like the king had taken or the king's dad. Had killed, yeah, killed his sister. His sister. Uh, Seems so it's like he's getting revenge. Enough. Yeah, it's like a revenge quest. But now there's like these two other princesses in the mix. So like, does Lodak just like taking princesses? What, what's happening? Uh, yeah, it's weird because it seems like he's trying to extract some sort of ransom from all these kings. Yeah, uh, because the kings of the two uh, like princesses' kingdom, uh, like they refused to do any kind of ransom, and they sent like a hundred knights over yeah. to uh, defeat. Uh, Lodak and like get through the curses. They only got to curse three. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. Weak. That's and we'll weak we'll stuff. see. Uh, now, like we'll see as we go through the movie. There's literally no reason that a hundred knights should not have been able to <laughs> get. Through yeah, they this. should. Yeah, I mean, I feel like with 
15. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. Anything more than seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. But whatever. The king's guys don't get through. No ransom is given. Uh, so the princesses, they're not long for this world. No. It's their seventh day it's here in Lodak's seventh day. dungeon, which does not mean good things. No. No, it does not. Uh, so Lodak throws them to the dragon, uh, and the dragon eats good. Uh, it's yeah. a banner yeah. week for the dragon, really. So many princesses lining up. Uh, a lot of, a lot of food, yeah, a lot of good eating. He's eating well. He's eating well. Fine dining. Uh, so, princess, obviously distraught. Uh, she's she's in a bad way. No! Yeah, exactly. Uh, but then, Mood immediately switches up, because uh, mm-hmm. Lodak brings up the fact that there's like another night. Yeah, uh, he pulls up the... Um you know um a visual aid yeah because it turns out like i don't know the wall can also be a magic mirror if you try hard enough uh cctv cursed cobblestone television oh <laughs> yeah that's good uh-huh uh-huh so through the cursed cobblestone television uh we see george he's pulling up to the first curse who's like a a big guy yeah he's a big guy <laughs> a, he's um yeah, a an troll ogre an ogre an ogre exactly uh not a shrek ogre though he's like he looks like he looks like Man Bat. He looks like Man Bat. He looks like the like uh, Michael Jackson Thriller. Werewolf. Oh, he does actually. Yeah, like he Mike looks Jackson's kind of exactly like yeah. that actually. Uh, yeah. But like he fights like the Beast Titan. Uh, if you're familiar with Attack on Titan. <laughs> yeah, you're a fucking nerd. If you're a fucking nerd. Uh, but yeah, he like throws logs and stuff at. Yeah, the and he knights. just generally kind of waves his hand near yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, and. Hey, can you tell that was an incredibly choreographed scene by Mr. Big himself? Mr. Big, King of the Monsters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and it just, like, it's very sluggish. I don't know. Like, he's just kind of like moving okay. around slow. Well, you know what? He's doing his best. <laughs> he's doing his best. But maybe there's a lower reason for that. Maybe. Because, the, I mean, the other knights that were coming through, they probably injured the ogre somehow. Yeah, it seems like the ogre might be like grabbing his side with one of his hands throughout the fight. Yeah. But it's hard to tell because of how bad the coloration is sure. generally. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, George, he's not fighting this guy at his best, clearly. No. Uh, but whatever, they they still can't beat him. Uh, and the way that George defeats him is just by, like, using the horse who, as I said, fastest horse in the world, mm-hmm. uh, to just mm-hmm. kind of, like, run around in circles around the giant. Uh, and the giant is just kind of, like, watching him. And because he's, yeah, he's makes following him, him, makes him dizzy. Makes him dizzy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He falls over. George stabs him. Uh, Classic way yeah. to end a fight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and watching this, of course, the princess falls in love, uh, as we that all do. That was so cool. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which really, I mean, it was more of the horses doing. Yeah, it would honestly, and else. it was very like underhanded in a way. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're I gonna would, inebriate him and pretty bad, and then stab him while he's down. He's already injured. Come I mean, on, yeah. It's Come like on. Watching bullfighting, where like you know uh-huh. they already like stab yeah. the bull beforehand. Hey, like, but the ogre, he gets two of them. That's true. Uh, the ogre does kill. Two of them. Which which two does he kill? It's Ulrich and someone else. Yeah, yeah. Ulrich is the German. Yeah, or Ulrich's the German. First to go, sadly. Uh, (laughs) What does that say? What does that say? Uh, Lodak says no one has ever survived the three curses of Lodak, which really is, or the seven curses. No one has ever survived the seven curses of Lodak, which really implies that he does this often. Yeah. Uh, Well, yeah, they're kind of his go-to, you know, his repertoire. But it's like, do the curses just appear? Out of nowhere? Yeah, it seems like, at least when he first summons the curses, uh-huh. quote unquote, that's kind of the implication, right? Yeah. He's like, oh, I, I, I manifest seven curses. Yeah, to like block seven your evil path. final bosses. Uh, but I mean, we'll see on the next one. We'll see. Maybe that's not the case. Uh, so 
whatever we're we stick with the princess uh and she's she's in her cell and these like these guys these, some <laughs> some like uh dungeon dungeon guys dungeon dwellers men. yeah they're like they're trying to like grab at her and stuff i don't know it's, yeah i like, mean they're not it's, even, it's a like, strange scene they just like they they're open opening and close and their, their hands. hands you'll just watch the movie you'll see it's interesting. It's strange, it's but because of this, she she flees yeah. from her prison, uh, and she like kind of walks around the palace, and it's like freaky. Yeah, geeky. it's a little scary yeah. in there. There's like gargoyles and little uh, guys in a cage. Little guys in a cage. Yeah, coneheads. <laughs> coneheads. Uh, yeah, from the SNL skit, coneheads. That's right. Uh, and like, what do the coneheads do? They're like. I think they just live there. Yeah, I, do. I think so. I honestly think yeah. they just live in the castle. I guess they're like they're a minority population in this yeah. world, and they just they can only really reside in Lodax Kingdom because everything else is. Yeah, maybe weird. Lodax area is is like a safe zone. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, the names of the people who died were Ulrich and Pedro. Oh, uh, Pe- Pedro, Pedro was the um, yeah. Spanish. Yeah, yeah. Uh, too bad. Too bad. Bummer. Pedro. Bummer. 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 Uh, so whatever, Lodax puts her back in the her prison cell uh because where else was she gonna go uh, yeah yeah that was an it was an interesting uh plot point that she <laughs> yeah. escapes at all it really didn't need to happen it brings you back to like the fire and ice escapes and stuff mm-hmm. where you just like you move around you're like oh what, what's happening and then you just go back um but yeah so we cut back to our boys uh and they're they're grieving the loss of Ulrich and pedro uh but then they're also like i mean where the fuck is branton He's he didn't show up. Yeah, he's Brandon's not, not grieving. He's a bad guy. Uh, bad news. Or like, is he? From the very beginning, they're like, we don't really trust this Branton guy. Um, but good guy that Branton is. What was he doing instead? He was being productive. Yeah, he was scouting ahead. He was scouting ahead, uh, and he's like, guys, I found some cool shit. Let's go. Uh, and that leads us to Curse Two. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh, and what it what is curse? What could it too? be? What, what is it? What could it be if not a peat bog? It's it's a peat bog. It's a swamp. It's a marsh, even. Uh, and this really it, it implies that when Lodak creates his curses, like calls down the curses, that like what was previously like a Greenland area uh-huh. becomes it's swampy now. A swamp, yeah, which doesn't really make a ton of sense. Was it well, just like sure. it was a normal swamp, and now it's become like? A magic evil swamp basically like what the swamp does is like you get lost there's like fog. yeah there's like a fog mist that makes you lose your way yeah and there's like well you'll see later but uh it just i i, I guess lodak enchanted the swamp that was a swamp before i don't know yeah it doesn't yeah. make a ton of sense uh but it is cursed too uh so whatever branton he's like oh step lightly guys uh, but it's dangerous. It's dangerous. And then he disappears into the fog. Then he disappears into the fog. Uh, they're looking around for Sir Anthony, uh, but then, you know, they they find him. He's like, "Oh, hey guys!" And then he just falls into the bog. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, he's like, "I'm over here." Yeah. Oh, and then he falls off his horse into a bubbling, a bubbling bog, bog of ooze. Yeah. Uh, and it's like it's like a jacuzzi. Like there's jets and stuff. Yeah, it's actually just a jacuzzi. Yeah. Uh, but he's presumably being pulled under, right? He's like dying. By something, I guess. Uh, George tries to help him. And like, as he's like struggling, Brenton kind of like kicks him yeah, in. Yeah, Brenton just, just sends him in. And we just, we see him do it. We fully see him kick him. Uh, and so George falls in. Uh, Anthony, like as they're like both kind of struggling, goes fully under and like just his skull emerges. 
Yeah, uh, he, he, gets, um, he gets skulled. He gets he boned. Gets, uh, boned, I guess. He, he's fully boned. Um, but George, he's still bone in. Um, yeah, he's full bone. He's full bone, full flesh. Uh, and he's like, he's keeping his head above the water. And he's like trying to reach for his sword, which is like a bit above him. Uh, but then it starts glowing and it teleports to him and he just uses it to like. Uh, can you yeah, the sword describe? Like, yeah. lifts him up. It like the levers. Sword is, yeah, up. the sword yeah. is dangling over the edge. The uh-huh. hilt is. So he grabs up from inside the the bog pit. Yeah. Grabs the hilt. And then it just and then the hilt like rises. Yeah. Using the point of the sword as like the axis, it yeah. pulls him up. The sword has many powers. Uh, it's very mysterious. It's very mysterious, very magical. Uh, so yeah, he's he's out of the out of the swamp, out of the bog. He did it. That's curse too easy. That's curse too easy. And now our knight's death count is Anthony Pedro Ulrich. Uh, all dead. Yeah, we've lost Very some sad. good countries here: Spain, Italy, Germany. <laughs> yeah, some of our. Wait a minute! Wait a second! <laughs> wait, a, wait, a, wait a second! Uh, <laughs> I hadn't noticed that until just now. Fascism. Fascism. We beat Fascism. it, guys. Well, wait. it only took two curses. Yeah, yeah, there they go. <laughs> only took two curses. Pretty good. If we just had the curses during World War Two, I mean, yeah, we wouldn't have had any problems. Easy. Yeah. Uh, so we we got back to Sybil in her witch lair. Uh, monkey is playing chess against yep. the two-headed guy. Hilarious bit. Very silly. The witch breaks out of the like. Hey, can basement. I can I just say I, I don't want to interrupt, but yeah. I think it's very important. The monkey's wearing clothes. Okay. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. Okay. If you haven't watched the movie, it's a hilarious bit where the monkey's wearing clothes like a person. Uh-huh. And if you've seen Dunstan checks in, uh, it's a lot like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's just it's a timeless bit. Yeah. I love it. I love and it. And I, I will say, uh, you know. Editor's note, correction, it's an ape, not a monkey. Oh. My bad. Guys, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, and it's a, yeah, I guess it is an ape. It's an ape. Yeah, a chimp. Uh, I, I apologize to the community. No tail. To the ape yeah. community. A lot of apes who listen to this. The primatologists are pissed. <laughs> it's true. They're primarily pissed. Uh, so yeah, which which breaks out to like goofy vaudeville music, and they'll they'll just do that in like all the witches scenes. Like there's like silly. Yeah, they'll really undercut the serious wow, nature wow, of wow, it. Wow, wow, wow. It's just very very <laughs> funny. Yeah. Um, the monkey brings her like a steaming cup of something, uh, and I guess that's like coffee, like magic coffee. Um, and then we we cut away because the witch is just silly. Um, yeah. So Branson is talking the other nights. He tells him, "Guys, you should head back because uh, three of you have died, uh, and it's not safe. Clearly, you're not very good at this. Uh, and yeah, so basically, they're all like, "No, fuck you. We're not going to do that." Uh, yeah, he's clearly up to something. At this point, Branton's schemes have become so overt. Yeah, but he somehow keeps getting away with it, uh, somehow. There's no proof. That's well, what I love about true. him. He plays yeah. a clean game, <laughs> yeah. this Branton guy. <laughs> and, like, because you can just tell he is full of shit, but you don't know exactly in what way is yeah. the thing Yeah. Uh, until now. Uh, because Branton goes to this, like, old mill, uh, and who appears in the mill? Uh-oh. Lodak. Wait a minute. Yeah. But I thought he was so cool. I, I loved Branson. Yeah, I thought Branson was the good guy in this yeah. story. Uh, no, Branson is the bad guy. The evil uh, William Shatner-esque Damn. skeezy man is Who evil. had the weird ring. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, yeah. We show earlier, uh, in, when they're in the palace, like way before, uh, he has this like ring. And the king asked him a question about it, right? Like the king, yeah, the king's like, weird ring you have. Yeah. Is it going to bring you good luck? And Brent's like, I don't need good luck. I don't need luck on this journey. But it's like you didn't answer the question. Yeah, he just uh, yeah. He he deflected as as he's wont to do. Uh, yeah. And yeah, so the ring is actually Lodak's ring, uh, which means, as we all know, 
that uh, Lodak can't use his power on Branton and that Lodak is depowered. Yeah. Uh, he it's can't do down. as much magic stuff as he usually does, uh, which I guess is why the curses are so lame. Um, yeah, these are some, some weak curses. They're very weak. Uh, normally, the swamp would be like a it super It would have been, yeah. Would have yeah. been a rainforest, yeah. Yeah, he was just, he's tired, okay? He's yeah, He just... had a big dinner. It doesn't normally happen. <laughs> he's got the itis, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so Branton is immune to Lodak's magic, uh, and they're they're chatting, they're they're scheming, yeah. Uh, and Brent's like, just just kill all of them, just like take out all the knights, whatever. I, I don't want them around anymore. Uh, and Lodak's like, give it time, give it time. The curses, the curses. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This next one's gonna be really bad. <laughs> Lodak is a very like stereotypical wizard, and it's very fun and silly, and I love yeah. it. Uh, he's not. Oh, how would you rank him against like Necron? He's not. Necron was from uh, Fire and Ice for you know. Yeah, you know, episode listeners. two, go yeah. listen back. Uh-huh. Eagle-eyed listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Eagle-eared. Uh-huh. Eagle-eared. He's, he's a little more cartoony, I feel like. Yeah. I yeah. mean, because Necron, Necron was a more interesting character in terms of like, <laughs> there's something going on with this guy. Yeah, you well, know what sure, I mean? yeah. He's just, just um, yeah, yeah, you can read more into his character. Yeah. Lodok's just, I don't know. Evil. He's just evil, right? Yeah. He's, he's, I would say this, he's bad. Like I guess, sure. yeah, sure. He sacrifices two princesses in the beginning. I mean, to whatever. His Maybe dragon. they sucked. Yeah. Uh, Maybe the dragon's really cool. Maybe maybe her dad should have actually paid the ransom. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> yeah, pay your rent, dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. So who appears in the mill? I keep saying I keep saying who appears. Uh, it is a who appears it kind is of a who movie. Appears. Just yeah. People show up. At places. Yeah, people are there. Well, uh, Lodak literally materializes out of thin air. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so whatever there. Lodak and Branson are in the mill, uh, and Lodak's like, oh, a knight approaches. Uh, and we cut, and we see it's Dennis, the Frenchman. Uh-oh. Uh, uh-oh. Uh, and it's important that he's French, apparently. Yeah, no, it matters for it, this next It case. matters for the plot of the movie. Uh, so Dennis, he pulls up. He's like, he's looking around. He's suspicious uh-huh. of Branson. He's about to walk into the mill. Yeah, but then... Uh, but he hears something. He hears... Yeah. It's a uh, woman. It's it's a French lady, uh, and she walks by, and he's like, I'm going to French that French lady. Mm-hmm. And they do. Uh, and they do. They're making out. They're getting hot and heavy. Dennis is fully forgotten about he, uh, You know what? He's a Branson. lover at heart. He's a lover at heart. He's a Frenchman at mm-hmm. heart. Frenchman by by uh, country, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, lover by choice, um, whatever. They're they're making out, yeah. Uh, but then, uh oh, she turns around. Wait a minute, we see her eyes, and she has like Michael Jackson thriller eyes. Yep, I we keep, get a freeze frame. I keep comparing things to thriller, but I mean, it's a thriller esque film. I guess thriller is kind of copying these kinds of like yeah, like horror B movie movies. Horrors, yeah, yeah, that's kind yeah. of the joke of the thriller music video. Um, but yeah, so she turns around, she gets like yellow eyes, uh, and then we see back on her face and she has like horrible, disfigured scabs. Boom! She's a hag. She's a hag. Secret we're, hag. We're back on the hags. And uh, this, oh man, this was this the first the time hag. I yeah. encountered a genuine, th- perfectly executed yeah. hag trope. It's good. It's just good. Perfectly executed. And like, I'll say like for Beastmaster, like they're hags, Yeah. But it's like it's not a surprise, really. Yeah, like it's yeah. a bit of like a visual joke when they they pan up and they show the faces. Yeah, they it, don't. There's no genuine, you know, rug pull. Yeah, the, this is a rug pull. This hag is entirely rug pull and is awesome. Um, so whatever she turns to a hag, what do ugly women do? They eat flesh. They bite. They bite. 
<laughs> Pretty woman bite too, I guess. <laughs> Why not? Right? Anyone can bite. Anyone can bite. Um, that's our official stance. Yeah, so anyone can bite. Anyone can bite. Um, but yeah, so she's like biting Dennis's neck, uh, but then George pulls up. Yeah, he's like halt ugly woman uh <laughs> get away from my pretty friend and like he holds up his shield which has a cross on it mm-hmm. uh so the hag like yeah by vanishes. the power of christ by the power of christ they don't say that's the reason but i guess that's the reason uh but also like george's cross is all over him so like wouldn't he would not need to hold up the shield i don't know i don't know how crosses work yeah i don't know I don't um know. but despite like his neck and everything being bitten dennis is just kind of he's fine. good yeah he's good yeah he's like oh uh, sorry. I, what, what, what did he you say has exactly? one of the funniest lines of all time. Where <laughs> yeah. I didn't write it down specifically, but he says something to the effect of, yeah. "Lodak knows the heart of a Parisian." Yeah, yeah. which is like, just hilarious. Lodak knows how a Frenchman feels. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is an amazing Very line. Very funny. Very funny. Uh, yeah, because Lodak used the Frenchman's lust against him. Yeah, Lodak literally knows nothing about Dennis. No. Dennis has not done anything on this quest that Lodak <laughs> yeah. would have seen. He just knows just that knows he that is French. French. And used that. Uh, yeah. Classic. Very, very silly. Uh, but Dennis is alive. He survived this curse. Yeah. I guess this is curse number three. Now, here's the real question. Is this an analogy for World War II? Uh-huh. When the U.S. <laughs> oh. saves France. Yeah. It just might be. It just might be. Dennis, he was willing to surrender mm-hmm. to his, his passion. Like he was lured in, yeah. And that's yeah. Vichy France. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, is him making out with the hag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the fascist <laughs> hag. <laughs> um, <laughs> silly. So, yeah, basically, Lodak uh, turns the hag into a spider because she Yeah, and it's like a punishment, I it's guess. It's a punishment, yeah. She doesn't want to be a spider. It's like, oh, for five, six, ten hours, you for will be a hag. For at least five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, can you really cast a spell that, like, non-specifically? <laughs> it's just such a strange allotment of time. <laughs> yeah. For the next two and a half hours. It's pretty, pretty silly. Uh, but then Sybil's watching him through the magic mirror, and like Lodak does like a Jason Bourne, he like turns and looks right at mm. him, like right right at Sybil. Starts uh, talking to her. Yeah, and then he like short circuits the magic mirror, turns into like TV static, uh, and then Sybil like can't see what's happening anymore. Yeah, uh, but so she knows it's getting real. She knows it's getting real. So what does she do? She's like, I'm gonna bless my boy with some magic. Cook up a potion. Cook, cook up a potion. Uh, do you know the ingredients of this potion? Because uh, I do. I have them written down right here. Oh, it's got to be... I know there are a couple frogs. Yeah. There's graveyard yeah. dirt. Yes. There's unicorn dust. Okay, yeah. And there's got to be something else. It's got to be like rosemary or something. Close. Mandrake roots. Oh. Yeah. I was close. Yeah. Then like yeah. wine, I think. <laughs> yeah, some sort of... For the sauce, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, it helps give flavor. Yeah, she literally makes jungle juice she makes jungle juice yeah uh and it's supposed to like empower george give him like boost his magic abilities um but what does it actually do it explodes and yep. it takes away his magic entirely all because she messes up the incantation yeah uh she says works. like the last word wrong and that entirely reverses everything that happens uh so george no unbeknownst to him has no magic now uh his horse is a normal horse his armor normal armor his Sword, just sword. normal prop sword. Yeah, just normal prop sword with a cool name. Yeah. Uh, sadly. I mean, how well, how will he get through curse number four? It's like true. This? It's true. Uh, and it really does bring up the point that at a certain point, you just have to, you know, have skills and cool armor and stuff instead of just relying on magic. Yeah. You know? uh, it's He was basically doping. And now it's uh, leveled out. 
and yeah, Brenton. It was not dope. Yeah, it was not dope the way he was doping. And now our boy Brenton can really come to, you know, the light. He can uh, be be mm-hmm. the main knight now. I want to see B Man. George isn't cheating. Um, so yeah, we pull up to the fourth curse, uh, which is very nebulous. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the scene here is like it's two hot. of the guys, uh, Dennis and James, like went uh, went on ahead uh, to like scout. Scout, because they didn't trust Branton to scout they, anymore. Yeah, they didn't trust Branton. Uh, so, but they hadn't come back all day. Uh, it's like really hot, and George and Branton and uh, Patty. Pat, yeah, Patrick, Patrick, Pat, Pat yeah. Uh, Patty. <laughs> could be. <laughs> could, could, could be. Um, yeah, so Brenton, uh, George, and Pat are all going to check out what's happening. Uh, Brenton's like, I don't know what could have happened to them. Who knows? Uh, what actually happened to them was that... They I get, got like, hypnotized. They by got a, hypnotized, yeah. By a swirling orb, orb of orange fire. fire. Yeah. Um, like we, we cut to them and they're like, kind of like, Ooh, they're like standing and like they're dancing yeah, and they're a little like, bit. It looks like they've been like burned horrendously or something. Yeah. Their skin is like yeah. falling off. Like, I guess what it's, what's happening is like the orb is like a artificial sun. Almost. Yeah. It's like it's a like source emanating of heat. heat. Yeah. And it's luring you in. So you get burned. And like Dennis and James, who are the ones who were caught, like they kind of, they are trying to like warn George. Oh, don't, don't come here. Uh, but like, I guess. Yeah. They just get vaporized. Yeah. They, they get vaporized. They turn to dust. Yeah, they get Thanos snapped. Uh, and then, like, they avoid the orb, uh, but w- they get led to the uh, fifth curse. Or, yeah, fifth curse, which is just a cave, I suppose. A cave. Uh, yeah, which, it's like a cave that closes when Sir Branton leaves. Yeah, uh, which I, is a very specific curse, but a curse nonetheless. Yeah, uh, yeah, it counts, I guess. So George and Patrick, they're stuck in there. They're like looking around for like an opening. Uh, but what they, they see is like some faces. Faces. Yeah, it looks like uh, like the Force of Solitude in like the first Superman movie or something. Yeah, like good. it's just like yeah. Marlon Brando's like floating up there, it's just his disembodied head. Uh, it, like they're like just like these... <laughs> yeah, the faces are just kind of like moving closer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're they're getting close to him. And, like, I, I would be freaked out, too. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird what's happening. But it's also, like, they have no indication of, like, what's actually going to happen. Uh, but what does True. happen is horrific. Because uh, one of the faces, like, it gets up on Patrick and, like... Yeah, it, like, rips his spirit out of his yeah, body. His, like, his soul leaves his body. And he's, like, gutturally screaming. He's yelling. <laughs> it's, like, insane. Uh, yeah, so, whatever. Grabs uh, Patrick's soul. Uh, but then at that same time, somehow the entrance opens... I guess Patrick sacrificed his life. Yeah, yeah. 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 Was, yeah, he like, the spirit goes toward the same spot that Branson escaped from, and it somehow destroys the illusionary wall. Yeah. Uh, and we, we cut back to Lodak, who's watching, and he says, uh, what got him out was something stronger than magic, the power of Sir Patrick's faith. Yep. <laughs> Leave it to the Irish. Leave it to the Irish. The faith of the Irish uh-huh. uh, was the luck of us all. <laughs> <laughs> and it really yeah because i guess there was just no way out of the cave supposed yeah, to be besides the christian faith yeah. yeah uh so george gets out uh and he pulls up to lodak castle pretty easy road yeah it was actually very easy yeah george didn't really it. lose much he doesn't have magic at this point no he's just a guy yeah he's just a guy uh lodak whatever he says the sixth curse 
is on the way when Branton asks. Uh, what are you going to do about this guy? Yeah, yeah. Well, Sixth six Curse is coming, and it's it's the worst it's one of all. It's a doozy. It's a doozy. Uh, so George and Helene, who's the princess, I hadn't said it up to this point. She does have her a actual name. name. Yeah. yeah, the name is Helene or Helene. 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 Let's go with Helene. Helene. Uh, <laughs> so they they lovingly embrace despite never meeting each other. Yeah, uh, they had a parasocial relationship up until now, mm-hmm. and now they have a relationship. Real, relationship. yeah. Well, real. Who knows? Well, Who knows what's real in this topsy turvy world? I don't know. Uh, and then the sixth curse appears. Uh, which is no the coneheads. <laughs> yeah. I guess like okay, so George and Helene oh, they're I like about part. to leave the castle. Oh, so good! And then like all of yep on uh, all sides Lord men appear. The coneheads appear. Yeah, coneheads and like other like uh, ghouls and other yeah. kinds of things. Trollocs. Yeah, trollocs. Uh, and like. I guess that's the curse, just that yeah, they the were curse. invisible and now they're not. Yeah, then Lodak also appears with Sir Branton. So I guess, like, them being invisible was the curse. But it's like, does that happen every time he does that? Like, I don't know. Yeah. And they also could have just chased him down anyway. Yeah, the they didn't need to be invisible. But I guess they needed some magic thing to happen for the curse yeah. to be the case. Uh, and we, we think that's the sixth curse. That's what uh, you think. It could be something else. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, because whatever. Branton pulls up. Uh, George is like captured, and Branton's like, "I'll be taking her now." Yeah, Branton makes the worst trade deal of all time. <laughs> the he worst exchanges deal the in the history ring of deals. Helene. <laughs> yeah. He exchanges the magic ring that was keeping him invulnerable from uh, Lodex magic. magic. Takes Helene. He's still surrounded by Lodex guys, so he really just has like the goodwill of a sorcerer to like yeah. protect his life right now. Uh, and apparently, no goodwill. No, no such not goodwill. for him. Not for him. Uh, <laughs> and it's it's funny like. Branton's like, I'll be taking the princess now. And the princess is like, okay, cool. Uh, I, I want to be with him now. Yeah, right. And uh, as the viewer, you're supposed to be like, what's going on? Wait a second. The princess wouldn't do that. But it's like, I don't know. I don't know her. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I'm, know. Maybe I'm she really just can't. wants to go home. Okay? Yeah, exactly. And fair. Honestly, I, I'd go with Branton. Branton rocks. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so whatever. Get Branton and the princess are next to each other. They, they are about to embrace. But then. Wait. Hag. No. Hag? Hag. Whoa. Hag. She's Another a hag. hag. Uh, oh, and I love you it. wonder, like, was I she a hag it. the whole time? Did George kiss the hag? Uh, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And silly. you know what? It was good. Yeah. It was good. It looks pretty good. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Helene is a hag. Brenton gets turned into a head. He gets turned into, like, wall. a mounted head on the wall. Yeah, I guess that's what happens when you make deals with wizards. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Lodak's like, oh, Helene is right over there whatever yes yeah she's still she, she's good yeah she's good george is like strung up uh because he's captured helene pulls in uh, she comes in and they love each other i guess yeah. for uh, the moment yeah well we you know the best the best uh line of the movie mm. comes when just before he turns branson into uh, a, yeah uh, yeah head on the wall yeah. and branson we had a deal I don't bargain with mortals. I destroy, I destroy them. them. <laughs> I mean, just it's good. lovely. It's really lovely. good. Lovely rhetoric from very consistent, these evil wizards and yeah. their rhetoric. Yeah. Like they, it's very like, it's very good. Uh, like it's a statement of purpose, you know? Yeah. I destroy more mortals. Yeah. I spit on peace. Yeah. And I spit on you. And I spit on you. <laughs> Furthermore, I spit on you. <laughs> Necron's always going to be king <laughs> in my heart. Uh, so whatever the Coneheads are celebrating because they've captured 
the night uh, and everything worked out for them. They won. Uh, they won. Uh, they can finally maybe get equality in this kingdom. Yeah. Um, uh, and one of them accidentally like, bumps the cage with the little guys in it, uh, and the little guys get out. Uh, and like they're yeah, just... you remember the little guys from yeah. Lodok's castle? Yeah. They're very important. It was to the when plot now. yeah, the, like Helene was kind of running around, like she sees like. Some, all the spooky yeah, stuff. Some cobbler elves yeah, in a cage. Like a cage. Yeah, cob- <laughs> the Keebler elves. The cobbler <laughs> elves. Um, so, whatever. The little men, they pull up. They get into George's prison cell and they like cut yeah, his they, ropes they, using they his bust sword. Him open. Uh, and I guess they're like six feet. Or not, it's not six feet. Six feet. <laughs> the little men of six feet. Um, <laughs> they're like six inches tall. Uh, so they're like pretty big. But like, yeah, they're like decently sized. They're decently sized, yeah. Uh, which is like kind average, of worse. Yeah. It's kind of unnerving a little bit. I'd rather they be like the size of like a thimble. Yeah, like or something. tiny. Yeah, yeah. tiny. Um, but no, uh, they're like the size of like your your hand, uh, and they're like they're holding the sword and they like, break George out. Uh, so then George, now that he's free, uh, is gonna save. Yeah, the naturally princess. he's gonna go run and fight this dragon with yeah. no magic. No magic whatsoever. But he doesn't know that. He doesn't know he has no magic. It's true. Uh, so the dragon is about to eat the princess. And what that means is that he's just kind of like moving his head around the princess and like breathing fire and stuff, uh, but not breathing fire on the princess, just like breathing it into the air. Uh, yeah, it really well, feels it, like the dragon. You know what? It sounds like you're about to criticize Mr. Big, and I don't, <laughs> well, I don't really well, appreciate well. that. I, I'm more criticizing the dragon's efficiency here, okay? Uh, because the dragon really could have just eaten, yeah, Helene at any point. Well, um, it sounds like you're saying what's happening in the foreground is. Mm being uh, spliced over pre-recorded <laughs> footage of the dragon in the background. And I don't think that that's right. That couldn't be true. That <laughs> simply couldn't be true. <laughs> so yeah, George comes in. Uh, Lodak commands to the dragon. He says, destroy him. It is my will. Yeah. Which is As if. very funny. Because <laughs> like, that implies that any other command he gives, if yeah, he doesn't... It's like Simon says. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If he doesn't say, it is my will, the dragon just be like, oh, whatever. I don't yeah, he that. doesn't really care about this. Uh, but yeah, it's it's his will. So the dragon, I guess, does his dragon special and, again, just kind of breathes fire around yeah, George. Yeah, just around. Uh, again, could just destroy George in an instant, but doesn't do it. Uh, Sybil appears and... Yeah, she's just here to watch. Yeah, she doesn't really help out immediately. She's just kind of there. Yeah. Um, which I guess is fair. She couldn't see what was happening, so she needed to like get her bearings or something. Uh, but if she could have just like teleported anywhere at any point, she could have probably helped at some point in the movie. Well, um, sure. But I guess you know she's she wants her twenty year old boy to grow into a twenty one year old man, and how else can you do that? But yeah, letting him just do shit. Uh, so Sybil's there, tries to uh bring George's magic back, can't get it. For a second. Yeah, she's trying to remember struggling. that last word of the incantation. Yeah. Uh, and Sybil remembers it and then uh, uses the spell. George has magic now and he just kind of like stabs the dragon. <laughs> yep. It was pretty simple, pretty easy. Yeah, the, marries the princess. Yeah, well, it's not that easy. Well, it's not that easy. It's not yeah, that easy. That's true. I guess there's uh, one more. There's one more curse, right, the seventh yeah, curse. Yeah. Because you think, oh, the dragon must be the seventh curse. You would, yeah. It seems uh, reasonable, right? It really seems like the dragon is entirely unrelated from this whole curse business. The dragon is just there, uh, which is very funny considering that, like one of the curses was just being invisible. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's a good one, though. Okay, You can't yeah, do that. I, I cannot do that. Yeah. Uh, it is cursed, truly. Um, so, dragon is dead. Sybil takes Lodak's ring. Uh, and then Lodak is like, oh, I'm the seventh curse. <laughs> Beware. It's me. 
Uh, and then w- w- what he says is, now I will grind you to dust. Now you, now will you vile creatures of hell. Listen to me as I cast the seventh curse. Uh, and then he proceeds to say nothing at all. And then he dies. And then he dies. Yeah, yeah. Sybil turns into a panther and mauls him. Yeah, he gets like, he rattles off one last cool speech and then just fucking gets marked. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, so Sybil eats him. And then uh, I guess now they're married, George and Helene. Yeah, uh, yeah. Why not, right? They're, they're in mean, the palace. She's down. Yeah, she's she loves him and, and stuff. Uh, and then... Who comes in? It's it's the vassals. It's all of the like oh, six, it's the six European guys. Yeah. They're back from the dead. Somehow they're back from the dead. Uh, That's great. Yeah, in the movie. That's great. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're so between Lodok pronouncing himself as the seventh curse. Yeah, and the literal roll credits into the film. Yeah, um, I think a minute and thirty seconds pass. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. Literally a minute and thirty seconds. Like. The movie is 77 minutes. It's not like they needed... It's not like they had, like, a strict time constraint. Like, they needed to be under, like, 90 minutes or something. They could yeah. have gone a bit longer. Yeah, they could have. Yeah. But they don't. Didn't want to. Didn't want to. Nothing left to say. And that's honestly the creative vision of Mr. Big, and you I, know? <laughs> yeah, once all the monsters are dead, he's like, fuck it, in the film. <laughs> I don't care anymore, yeah. In the film. <laughs> he just... He was stretching it out as long as possible to get uh, yeah, the dragon. Yeah, that dragon fight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, once that's done, what's the point? Which is really great, Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, thoughts on the movie? Would, would you know, you... it's a camp classic. Sure, um, sure. It's it's interesting because, as we talked about, a lot of these movies derivative of Howard Howard. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say Howard Dean. Robert, <laughs> that would have Howard been Dean. so wrong. Oh, uh, Robert E. Howard. Yeah, Robert E. Howard's yeah. vision of Conan. This one's not. No. Right? 1962 predates yeah. The Beastmaster by 20 years. And interestingly, because of this, like in other sword and sorcery movies, you get like the barbarian character. These guys, they're they're knights. They're knights. Yeah. They're like they're members of like an elite. Uh they're very yeah. much like separated from like the uh like the barbarous violence of like other sword and sorcery movies. Oh, they're civilized. Uh, they're civilized. Yeah. Uh which like is interesting. I don't know. It's, it's an interesting difference. Yeah, and I think this is a good point to kind of jump off in the future, obviously, we're going to cover some things. We're going to stretch mm. the definition of sword and sorcery sure. a little bit. We're, we're going to, we're we're going to do put some your, your conceptual schemas to the test here. Oh, yeah. Because this story, loosely, very loosely based on, as you mentioned before, mm. the story of St. George and the Dragon, uh-huh. Uh-huh. which is a myth that is itself older than St. George. Mm. The idea of a man fighting a dragon, pretty old story. Yeah, happens all the time. I was doing it yeah. like this weekend. But in this, in St. George and the Dragon, right, the dragon... Raining terror over some village. Yep. The dragon's extracting tribute. It takes all the cows. It takes all the feed. And then they start offering up humans. And what's interesting yeah. is that in the Wikipedia It's a real article, if you give a mouse a cookie situation. Yeah. It <laughs> says that because right, the villagers, they get extorted to the point of having nothing. They have no stock. Yeah. All they and have they is start giving up a human tribute once a year. Goddamn. And the next sentence says, this was acceptable to the villagers <laughs> until a princess was chosen for the next offering. That's really funny. Yeah, and that's when things, right, the saint comes in, slays the dragon. Originally, yeah. stories attributed not to St. George, but to St. Theodore. And even before that, it's like a story that's uh, older than Christendom in some respects, mm-hmm. but it gets picked up during the Crusades. Yeah. Christians love this one. Uh, I think uh, there's some Hellboy story that's like based on this kind of story, too, where like a monk fights a dragon. Uh, I think it's like lilies in the field or something like that. It's like it's the one where his blood turns into flowers. It's It's... For the Hellboy fans out there. You know. You know, you, you, you know what's you know. up. You know what's up. But I, what I love about this, right, is that 
it not only predates Conan, yeah, all those kinds of sword and sorcery stories that are like very archetypal in literature, mm-hmm. but it's just it calls back to like an almost primordial myth yeah. that humans have just we make these stories, right? We mm-hmm. just do these stories, and you can see the continuity there, yeah, as we travel through time, through space and time. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I love to feel connected to something bigger than myself. To yeah. all of Christendom. All of Christendom. All of time that has ever existed. Uh, and, and it's also interesting watching this movie. I do feel connected to past peoples uh, because past peoples did not like this movie either. No, they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> when this yeah, came the out. reception. Yeah, okay, Mr. Big, you know, if you were a teenager in the mm. 1960s, uh-huh. I'm there. you were going to the Nickelodeon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you wanted to... Uh, to take your your girl out to the Nickelodeon. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You got kicked out of the sock the sock hop. Uh, everybody they took all the spots at make out yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's uh, USO dance is over. And <laughs> it's time to see a movie. God. You're gonna see one of these Mr. Big flicks. Could you imagine being old? God, it would it would kill me. Yeah. I think uh, if I was alive during that yeah. time, yeah. just put me out of my misery. Uh-huh. Uh, but it was yeah like. It was a fun camp thing you would, you would do. Even then, yeah. these were not critically acclaimed no. Citizen Kane-esque films. <laughs> They're fun. They have some decent effects for the time. It's kind of wow. Yeah. And it's fun. Yeah. And you go and you have fun. And you know what? I had fun. Okay. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. You're trying to tell us we didn't have fun. <laughs> yeah. You're trying to tell me it's a structurally bad movie. The uh-huh. plot's convoluted. Incoherent. doesn't make sense. The <laughs> yeah. acting is terrible. Yeah. Come on. And I tell you, I laughed. Yeah, say, what about I the loved hags? Brenton. What about the hags? Yeah, hmm? the hags we made along the way. <laughs> the hags we kissed along the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was really the, the fun we had, yeah. was the hags we kissed. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I like the movie, too. Uh, I I don't know. It, it, was, it was a silly experience. Uh, for a 77-minute movie, it somehow did drag at certain points. Yeah, it does. It which gets Which is slow. very interesting. Yeah. Um, but like, I'm, I'm there along the way. Whenever Branson's on screen, I'm like, oh, this guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and we didn't talk a lot about the um, the Sir George acting because it's oh, very much the yeah. inverse of Branton, like yeah. super overacted. Uh huh. So it's just it's interesting to see the two on screen together. It's always a good time. Uh-huh. They have they have a certain chemistry about them. Yeah. Uh, a certain lack of chemistry that becomes chemistry. That, yeah. In a certain way. Yeah. And like I don't know, I I think. This movie is kind of a little like it stretches the bounds of like the tropes just because it was so early. Yeah, um, right. It wasn't even the tropes weren't even there in many yeah, respects. Exactly. Uh, and like I think that is interesting. Like, it feels a lot more in line with like older like Byzantine kind of uh, like medieval uh, romance yeah. like knight stories. Which you know this this was um, popular in in um, Byzantine times. Yeah, there this you go. myth that there it was based on. Uh, and like that genetic code is still kind of within the sword and sorcery genre. Uh, there's still this idea of like chivalry sort of, and like honor. Uh, but like a lot of our characters are like dishonorable, like with Beastmaster, for instance. Yeah. Uh, but like who still does the right thing. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, there's still this like, uh, kind of, there's these guiding principles that our protagonists follow. And like this story, like, like stories of knights will like kind of harken back to that uh in an interesting way it's like the genetic code is still there but like the settings are just different a little bit uh but yeah like this story is a lot more in line with like a movie that we'll probably be watching later uh yeah. Dine Belongen. yeah uh, good one it's it's, it's good it's it like a good one the earliest probably i would say 
Uh, yeah. 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 It was early. And it's, it's like, it's, it's knights, it's dragons, it's everything you would want, you know? Um, but you know, that, that's, that's for later. It's yeah. for another time. It's for another yeah. time. Yeah. And speaking of, uh, next time, the next movie we'll be watching. Ator. Ator. L'Invincible. 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 The, the Fighting Eagle? The is Fighting Eagle the is English, the American name. Yeah. Which does not translate from the Invincible. <laughs> no. no, it does not. And it, like, kind of works i guess like it doesn't really make a ton of sense there is no, an eagle no. like there's an eagle head statue kind of thing uh but it doesn't yeah well yeah, yeah. we'll see some eagleness we'll get there we'll but get it's there. on once again amazon prime Amazon Prime video we're we're shills this, this podcast we can admit sponsored, it now. no we are sponsored by amazon prime yeah it w- wouldn't it be nice yeah we Do have that amazon money things? i feel like they don't well they should they, they should now why would they need to you know yeah, who, who hasn't heard of amazon prime you could probably find it on youtube or other sites just pirate it man come just on. pirate it man no, don't, like don't pirate on. actually don't. you know what yeah come on that was that. a joke that was a joke okay and if, you, if you thought we were serious for even then a second fuck you there's something wrong with there's something deeply well, i wrong would with never you. i would never do you think will would ever pirate someone? look at me look at me in the eyes look at him. come on no why are you looking you're looking down at your no. shoes right now looking down at your shoes yeah, look, get, him in the look, eye. look hey hey this is a, he's talking <laughs> That was me uh, slapping up um, the, the audience. Uh-huh. Hope you enjoyed that improvisational uh-huh. comedy. Well, you know. Uh, the improvisational comedy. Ator, Ator up next week. Yep. Uh, I've been Chase. I've. He's uh, been Will. I've been Chase. Oh, damn, because <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking I've been Chase. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, past lives, we've all we've all been yeah. someone. Yeah. I, I guess I'm Will. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's, he's Will for right now. <laughs> for, for today. <laughs> Uh, and this has been. Yep, and Swing we'll Swing see Swing. you next week. Oh, that's good. I got there in the end. <laughs> that is good. I got there. <laughs> and I'll cut to the chase and say. Oh yeah. Goodbye. See ya. See ya. <laughs>